Hello, this is Ben Eshmade and welcome to the King's Place podcast. From the 7th to the 9th of October 2016, King's Place welcomes the first ever London Piano Festival, a brand new celebration of the piano for the city's many piano lovers. Events range from classical concerts to contemporary jazz with spoken word and family events too. The lineup includes some of the world's leading pianists, namely Alfred Brendel, Catherine Stott, Stephen Kovacevic, Martin Roscoe, Noriko Ogeowa and Julian Joseph. The festival is curated by star pianists Katia Pekasheva and Charles Owen. She performs as a soloist and in their widely admired duo partnership as part of the much-anticipated two-piano gala. Katia joined me at King's Place to explain further. Where did you begin? You've, you've, you've gathered together an incredible cast of players. Did you both have a conversation, write a, a dream list? Yes, of course. I mean, our dream list is quite large. Uh, we thought for the first festival, the idea was to get together people that we know personally. These are people maybe that you've met along both your careers? Yes, absolutely. Uh, um, I mean, obviously, Charles and I know each other for many years. We had the same piano teacher, and uh, we've known Sir Alfred Brendel. Both of us, I have actually was very fortunate to collaborate with him once and um, Catherine Stott is a great friend of ours and Noriko Agawa Lucy Parham Charles known Lucy for many years and but as well as being friends they are at the top of their game these are incredible performers that's why we're so lucky to have them also pianists are quite lonely creatures we don't uh, there was another reason behind I think creating the festival because you know pianists often play with string players and singers and winds and, and just we don't have many ch- chances to be working together and things just socially it's so nice for us to be together and what were the conversations with them in regards to the repertoire it looks like they've chosen music that they're very passionate about yes i think it's important to get musicians who are passionate about what they want to play rather than telling them what we want them to play uh, like for instance Catherine stott is a um, great interpreter of french music so and and we thought the idea of um, french music in f sharp um, was quite a interesting <laughs> title to the program so definitely I mean in terms of repertoire we all I mean Charles is going to be playing Bach partitas which he recorded this summer and I think CD will be out by by then so he'll be launching his CD the festival I will be recording my program later on in a year in December with the impromptu's project well, we've mentioned King's Place where we are at the moment um, there's two great factors about why this is this is perfect first of all the concert halls sound great they're acoustically near perfect there's an incredible array of very expensive Steinways yes well that's precisely it I mean Charles and I have um, been playing King's Place together and separately for quite a few years I think creating a piano festival especially having two piano music is a big challenge in terms of finding the right venue for it so I mean generally I think the space is fantastic there is so much going on here fantastic restaurant and exhibitions let's move on to the two concerts that you're direct, more directly involved in um, so the first one as you mentioned earlier a solo concert on, on the Saturday at four o'clock with the title impromptu can I start off get you to explain what an impromptu is well, impromptu is um, basically an improvised piece of music, I suppose, kind of s- small scale, not a large scale. It has been, I believe, developed in nineteenth century, in, around nineteenth century, and of course, we're probably most familiar uh, with Schubert impromptus. That's um, something which I guess comes to mind. I've discovered forays impromptus, which are not played very often, and, and I think. They're really, really beautiful and actually very 
virtuosic. Again, I, I think sometimes people think of impromptus as something very slow and mellow, and, and, and it's not always so. In fact, this particular program that I will be playing, for Chopin and Scrabin, majority of them are quite virtuoso and, and um, quite challenging. Is it quite a painstaking process putting together what music you're going to play, as you mentioned, but also maybe in what order you're going to play them? Yeah, yeah. I mean, there has to be a lot of thought going into what works best, fast, slow, you know, relationship between the keys of music and styles. I, I think, I really think uh, Chopin, Scrabin and, and Fore go really well together. Mm. And maybe one day I will record Sh- uh, Schubert impromptu, but I think they kind of stand out on their own, don't need to mix <laughs> You talked about them being technically challenging. I mean, could you maybe go into a little bit more more detail? First of all, quite demanding to memorize, especially foray, because of that vast amounts of different layers and textures that just a lot to take in. Speaking as someone who can't hardly memorize a sentence, let alone a piece of music, <laughs> I presume everyone would would do it differently. But what's that process like for you? Is it is it is it a slow process? It's yeah. I mean, I think for me, like. It depends on composer. Uh, I think some music is just easier to memorize than other. The more complex, the more polyphonic the music is, the more difficult it is because you you really need to memorize each line. And it's um, as opposed to some composers, which is more harmonic and, and melodic and less polyphony, then it's just easier to remember. And maybe you don't need to analyze quite as much. We're going to move on to the last concert. Maybe a starting point is um, you put together the festival with Charles. What makes a good partnership, a, a, a good duet partner, or someone to, to perform with? I don't know. I, I guess it's like good marriage. You know, I just have to find a person with whom it feels right. Mm. If it's a long-lasting partnership, then, of course, you have to... It, it, very important to get on as people mm. and to have um, to feel free to say whatever it is you want to say about music, about playing. So it shouldn't be about egos and and uh, it, it's it's actually very rare to find a person with whom you feel totally free to mm. s- to say what you think and I think that's most unique thing about my partnership with Charles and I'm just so lucky to have him we just love working together piano duo partner especially if you play four hands you sit so closely together it's it's almost like some physical you know you're, you're sort of it, it, you, you kind of breathe together and, <laughs> and uh, so it's very important that the, that you really like the person as we mentioned before an incredibly ambitious two piano gala it's kind of that it's, it's, it's everything that you're trying to do you know it's like a feast of pianists and I just think it's so exciting I think we have seven pianists taking part so I mean that's really and some really major pianists. I mean, we're so lucky to have Stephen Kovacevic, who very difficult to uh, to get him because he's so busy, and mm. um, he's it's going to be his first time playing at King's Place. The repertoire is um, all, I believe, 20th century repertoire, um, and uh, it starts slightly more serious um, music with the Busoni piece for two pianos and followed by some Debussy. 
and then we move on to Rachmaninoff suite and also we're excited to be performing Nico Muley's um, specially written piece. We're so excited to be perf- uh, premiering his fast patterns. I think it's going to be very hard technically. <laughs> He's already warned us. And the uh, third part will be basically party, well, party music, pretty much some Mio and uh, Piazzolla and uh, Granger Gershwin um, suite, which will be great fun, I think, for everyone. I wondered what you thought in regards to the audience ideally would take away. I guess diversity, variety, sound. And, and um, I think because we have spoken word as well in this festival with Alfred Brandel's lecture and Lucy Parham's um, uh, program on Debussy's life, that um, I think it also will be just very informative and interesting. And we have children's concerts as well with Noriko Gawa, who is doing amazing job doing doing those concerts are very colorful and um, children always enjoy it and she loves doing it and Julian Joseph's uh, jazz concert I think it's just the potential and, and mm. um, does have huge amount to offer I mean and, and I think probably two piano gallo it, it makes piano sound more like orchestra uh, when there are two pianos together and, and uh, piano can sound so intimate and, and uh, can be quite classical but can have jazz and also I mean we're we hoping to have this festival every year mm. and it will be a challenge but we're hoping to have every year something a little bit different a bit unusual you know not just to have a piano recital so it sounds to you like the pianos have personalities pianos do have personalities for sure I mean we're Charles and I are both Steinway artists and um, Steinways have been uh, very supportive um, and they are, they are one of our media partners for the festival thanks to Katia for joining me the London Piano Festival runs from the 7th to the 9th of October at King's Place Katia herself performs the impromptus of Chopin, Scriabin and Foray on Saturday the 8th of October at 4pm and the Two Piano Gala follows at 7pm which includes the world premiere of Nico Muley's Fast Patterns. I'm Ben Eshmade and you've been listening to a King's Place podcast. For more details about these events and ticket links please visit kingsplace.co.uk forward slash LPF. You can also find and follow us on Twitter at King's Place and Facebook forward slash King's Place. Thanks for listening.